Welcome to the Kumi Sheree podcast. We are so excited to be back with you. I am Kish Kumi Price. Hey, I'm Dina Sheree. All right, and we're going to get right into it. Today, our topic is Arise Beloved. You don't have to do all the things, okay? <laughs> Dina is going to kick off the grounding scripture for us so we can get to discussing this. Okay, here we go, guys. So the grounding scripture is in the book of Luke. Uh, it's chapter, let's see, forgive me. Is it chapter 10? Am I in chapter 10? Yes. Uh, Luke 10, starting at verse number 38. So here we go. Uh, now, as they were traveling along, he entered the village and a woman named Martha welcomed him into her home. She had a sister called Mary who was seated at the Lord's feet, listening to his word. But Martha was distracted with all her preparations. And she came up to him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me doing all the serving alone? Then tell her to help me. But the Lord answered to her and said, Martha, Martha, you are worried and bothered about so many things. But only one thing is necessary. For Mary has chosen the good part, which shall not be taken away from her. Well, well, well. Well, well, well. <laughs> Here's the thing. This is another uh, familiar scripture, right? Everybody knows about Mary and Martha, the sisters, right? We've heard a sermon or two or three or four or five about it. Um, but I just, but I thank God because he obviously feel it necessary to, let's have a conversation about it again. Because, you know, we've got this, you know, all the things, right? Everybody is saying that, that phrase, doing all the things. I've seen uh, tumblers with all the things, doing all the things on. And I think they reference the scripture, you know, with all, with, with God, all things are possible, right? And we live in a culture where multitasking is honored. It's highlighted. It is cool. It is great. Um, being able to do a lot of different things and you're everywhere, right? Your resume is so long and you're the hostess with the mostest and you are trying to do all the things. And, um, mm -hmm. The truth is God never called us to do all the things. He didn't. He really did not call us to do all the things. And um, it's so counterculture. Like we talk about so many times, many things that, that, we, that we talk about. It's so against what we know, right? Um, how we are supposed to actually function um, in this walk with God and what it really, really looks like. And so... Um, there's a couple other scriptures that I that I want to throw out there. This this other one that that kind of the Lord led me to is John 15, 5. And uh, this is what Jesus said. I am the vine. You are the branches. He who abides in me and I am him. He bears much fruit for apart from me. You can do nothing. Apart from me, you can do nothing. And so here we see, right, this woman, these two women, sisters, one is sitting at his feet, right? She's in mm -hmm. his presence, in his presence. And we have another sister doing all the things. And she's distracted. Right. And we know that that is a device that the enemy uses distraction. To get you out mm -hmm. of the presence of God. And it says there clearly in the scripture, Martha was distracted. He was trying to keep her 
out of the presence of God. And when you think about, if you read what's happening, right? Mary's chilling with, with, with Jesus and Martha is frustrated. She's irritated. She's, you know, how come nobody is helping me? Right. She's distracted. She's everything that you would that we think about what the enemy does. Right. Right. If we had to describe some of the personality traits, some of the emotions connected with the enemy. Right. It ain't the fruit of the spirit. It's the opposite of that. And Martha was all of those things and went to go tell on her sister at that. Make her help me. Make her help me. And he said, "Mm, about that. What you got, Kish? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's interesting because I think, you know, even as um, kids, you know, like growing up in the church, if you, you know, certain scriptures that you memorized or you were taught, um, and and one of those was, you know, I can do all things through Christ who makes me strong. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Philippians four thirteen. Right. Like we know that, um, but when you take certain scriptures out of context or not in totality, you know, the holistic view of what God is really saying, it does create this uh, distorted view of of reality. And so that's why I love, you know, that you just mentioned um, John 15, five is because it's literally saying you can, yes, you can do all things through him, who makes yeah. you strong, but you also can do nothing without him. <laughs> so that's the thing, right? Because if you are trying to do something apart from him, then right. you're not going to be able to accomplish that thing. You're not operating in full strength and you may be completely out of the will of, of God, you know? Um, right. And I will say too, cause I know the pressures, right? I, I imagine, and I do relate a lot to Martha, just in full confession. Um, yeah. You know, just a doer, right? You you have a, a list, the things you got to get done. It's a goal. We're trying to accomplish this. Let's get it done. Um, yeah. And I could see, like, I because I remember being convicted in studying that passage just about what, you know, like how how did Martha miss it, right? Like, how did she miss that you have the king of kings in your in your house, you know, like with you and you're busy thinking about all the things, right? Like is, is you have that checklist, the to-do list. And he's right. literally saying, your to-do list does not matter when, when I'm here, when, when I'm in your presence, I need you to focus on me. And so that's easier probably to think about and probably even to scorn Martha a little bit in our minds because we're like, yeah, right. If Jesus came into my house, I'm probably going to drop everything and be like, what you need, Jesus, right? However, we have the Holy Spirit. (laughs) We have the Holy Spirit and we have full access to commune with God at any time. And yet and still, we are in a place where we're trying to find room find time, you know, and, and this is, this isn't just a, you know, uh, I guess I'll say it this way, just like we have to-do lists. Sometimes our time with God gets added to that to-do list, you know, quiet time or prayer time or whatever. And you can completely miss everything 
if you see it as just a duty or a task or something to just check off of your list, right? Because, and I think, Dina, I'm going to stop there because I think you have a story that I think is very applicable to, to what I'm talking about, but the very real need of prioritizing our time with God yeah. as the, at the top of that list, if you will, right? Like yeah, he's, he's with us at all times, but how do we ensure that that's a priority and why is it important? Why is that important? Right. So uh, I don't know if many of you know this, but I've started a new business, right? And um, it's an organization, professional organization, interior design business, which I absolutely love. And God has blessed me to have my first contact, my first client. And so I'm super excited. And I'm and I was trying to do all the things. Right. And so one of, one of the things I was trying to do, I was trying to find the perfect program. Right. That um, would allow me to do my floor plan and, and pop it up in 3D form and have all the furniture in place and all the stuff. Right. And I have been. <laughs> I'm probably on like the fourth or fifth one that I've done, right? So just imagine that I have four different, four to five different floor plans and four to different, four to five different uh, platforms, right? And those, those take time to do. So you can imagine how much time I've spent. And so I was, I was hurrying, right? I was, I was trying to like get it done so I can get back to her so we can decide on how we want to move forward. And, um, and so yesterday where I would have typically gone to church, prayed, meditated, studied, right? Like, you know, day of resting, typically I didn't do that. I didn't. I spent all day yesterday looking for the right program for this floor plan. And I confessed to God, I said, by the end of the night, I was like, I'm so sorry, Lord. I, I haven't really prayed today. I haven't really talked to you today. I haven't really spent any time to you today. And I felt the disconnect. I felt, I ain't talked to my, I ain't talked to my friend today. You know, like I felt that, right? And I just, I just said, I'm sorry, Lord. You know, I'm sorry, Lord. I didn't even sleep, sleep the way I've been sleeping. You know what I'm saying? Like everything was just kind of off a little bit. And so we get to Monday and I text and I'm like, hey, you know, what's a good time for you to connect? You know, I'm going to be wrapping it up. You know, let's let's get it going. And this is her response. I'm actually really booked all week. And I had to laugh. I had to laugh. Because here I was doing all the things. Right. And I wasn't resting and I wasn't in the presence of God. I was I was being Martha. Mm -hmm. When I could have mm-hmm. been, I had an opportunity. I had an opportunity to be Mary yesterday. And I chose to be Martha. And then today mm. he says, see? Right? And so then yeah. it ties back to this. It ties back to this, Kish, right? Because this is going to really just <laughs> clothesline you. So then it goes back to, well, how are you structuring your day? And who has control over you, right? Mm-hmm. It goes yeah. back to, is he Lord over your life? Mm-hmm. Is he? Because mm-hmm. because if you are a believer, you've accepted him as savior. He's mm-hmm. healed you, so you've accepted him as your healer. Uh, mm-hmm. He has protected you, so you have accepted him as your protector, right? You've accepted accepted him in other forms and other uh, capacities, right? But have you accept, accepted him as Lord? Because when right. you have, things look a little different because you don't really call the shots. Yeah. 
You don't, yeah. you don't call the yeah. shot. Right. Yeah. You, you, you are saying, Hey, Lord, what would you like for me to do today? How was my day to go? What am I supposed to make time to do? Right. And you get those instructions where in prayer mm-hmm. time, mm-hmm. in prayer time, that's why prayer and spending time with God is really the best to do in the morning. Because mm-hmm. if you if you do your prayer time at night, well, what instructions you need? Go to bed. <laughs> now you, you miss the day, right? And right. so and so here I am telling all my business. I I did not do that yesterday, and I felt it. I felt the mm-hmm. the not connecting with him. I didn't even sleep the right way. My whole day, my whole rhythm was off, and I was. And like, let's not just, just talk about a a day. What about a a season? You know what I mean? Because oh that can God. start to build up. Yeah. 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 And so. <laughs> And so then you have to step back and say, you know, God really, really order my steps. You know, I should have mm-hmm. said, God, I've made some plans. I really want to do this. And had I submitted to God, I would have had time. I probably would have found, found the platform faster. Who knows? Right. Right. And I would have still had the conversation and she still would have said, I'm busy, you know, this week. Can we connect the, this week? Yeah. And I would not have lost the opportunity to connect with him yesterday to, to get yesterday's instructions. And mm-hmm. I did that. And that's why it's so important because I feel like as women, just as women, as moms in particular, we do all mm-hmm. the things we are expected to do all the things mm-hmm. we claim. That's, we claim that I can do all the stuff. You know what I mean? Like, what's the song? I'm every woman. Right. I mean, right? You right. see what I'm saying? Don't talk uh, about me being off key. I know that I'm off key and it's time. <laughs> Jesus still loves me. Um, but I'm just saying, right? Like we can yes. be boastful and prideful about um, mm-hmm. being able to do all the things, but that runs its course. And mm-hmm. I, I am certain, just like you would say, and I would say, and people, you know, listening to us today would be like, I'm tired. I'm sick and tired mm-hmm. of being sick and tired. And I don't, I don't mm-hmm. want to do all the things. What, what era is it? Soft woman era? Is that what's trending? Yes, 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 yes. I don't know if I get it. Do I get it? Is it about not doing <laughs> well, okay, it? Okay. So let me, let me explain a little bit. So, you know, it, it is somewhat, I mean, I guess it's been a thing for a while, but it's, um, you know, just this notion of kind of trading in, the independent woman, hard exterior for, you know, now I'm going to allow myself to be cared for and to tend to myself and allow other people to tend to me. And, you know, just owning your feminism. And um, I don't think God ever wanted us to not own that. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, it is something that you can see over time that has happened where there's been uh, pressure, you know, societal pressures on women to be all the things, right? You know, um, such a transition. I mean, I can think back to, you know, even with uh, a generation ago. So, you know, my mom and dad's generation. And uh, it used to be very common for there to be a one income household. And then- it's gotten to the place where like dual income is expected, you know, um, and, and so, and needed like, yeah. Like how do you survive without both, you know, incomes coming in or yeah. 
if you're if you have a one income household trying to ensure that you're in a place where you know your family's taken care of and so i think it has over time resulted in women feeling very um hard at times you know what i mean just kind of like yeah i got this i got this i can do this i got this and and it's not to say and i can relate to it for sure because i know um you know even after experiencing the divorce and and being living single mom life i felt that energy, you know, I felt like, okay, I got to do this. I got to do this. But I also was checked very abruptly. Um, and that God reminded me, you can't do anything without me. You really can't like to the point where I remember trying to be in a space where I could do things that made sense to me. You know, I was just like, this is the logical thing to do because I'm a single mom, because I have three boys I'm trying to take care of because And he would literally say, no, 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 like you can't do that. And I'm like, why? Like, and this isn't something, it wasn't other people are able to do this. Why can't I do it? For whatever reason, he's saying no, so I can't do it. And I I remember crying. Like I remember being on my couch crying because I was like, God, like, why? Like, why haven't you sent me whatever it is that you want me to do? But you're keeping me from doing these things that I could do. Just because, and I don't even know what that is, but that, that is a part of what we're talking about when we say the Mary Martha, right? Because if I had leaned into my Martha side, (laughs) then I would have been like, I'm doing it because this makes sense. This is what I need Mm -hmm. to do. And he's saying, no, I actually want you to do, I want you to rest. I want you to wait. I have something for you, but I need you to wait for me to get that to you. And To be honest, I, I, I think I was more receptive to it in that season because I had already been on the Martha side of trying to do things where yeah. it just resulted in nothingness. You know what I mean? It was like I put forth a whole lot of effort and energy into something that really didn't result in any true outcomes that yeah. were kingdom outcomes because he didn't tell me to do it. So right. I, I, that was a, a lesson that I learned and I just got to a place where I was just like, I'm not doing anything. Like I need your covering. I need your blessing. I need your direction. I need your guidance on everything. And it's funny because I will say there have been times, seasons in my life. And I remember my mom being like, Kish, like, what are you doing? You're doing too much. Like you got too much going on right now. And you're trying to do all this and single and single mom doing, you don't have any family here and all this stuff. I remember her saying all of that. Yet I felt I had what I needed because that was, that's the difference when you're doing things that God has blessed, right? And he's giving you permission to do it. He's going to provide for that. Yeah. And other people can look at it and be like, you're doing a lot or you're doing too much, but you have the grace, right? To, to cover all of that. To be able to do that. So it, yeah, yeah. So it's really just understanding when God is saying, sit, rest or go. And I got you. You know? Yeah. You know, as you were just talking just now, um, I thought about some of us being extremely busy and doing a lot of stuff as a trauma response. Mm. My God, yes. Yes. It's a trauma mm-hmm. response. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a way to deal with some of the pain and issues that you've experienced. Mm-hmm without actually having to deal with them. Yeah. Right. Because if you're doing all the things, 
So you're way too exhausted to actually deal with it, right? Yes. Like you're too busy to find a therapist. You're too busy to pray. You're too busy, right? You're doing all the stuff, right? Mm -hmm. Some of you are so busy because you are riddled with anxiety and you're Mm -hmm. just everywhere, right? Hmm. You're just, you're never home. Like you never want to be home. You always got something to do. You always over somebody's house. You can't sit still. You always, you're always, right? And I, and I feel like that's an important place to, to kind of talk about because I, I think a lot of things sometimes happen from a trauma response. And I, like for me personally, I think about, you know, being a single mom, right? And how hard, that's a hard place. I mean, God has been good and he has absolutely taken care of me and my daughter, but it is still a hard place and you have to make mm-hmm. decisions and things happen that you weren't expecting to do, weren't expecting to happen, weren't expecting to make the decisions. Don't really, you know, not really, wasn't really created to do that thing, right? Because right. if there was a man in the household, if there was structured the way it was supposed to be structured, some of this heat wasn't even supposed to get to me. I wasn't supposed to get right. all this heat, right? But because right. things were done out of order, now I'm having to deal with some heat that mm-hmm. I shouldn't have been dealing with, right? Mm-hmm. Which then does something else to me, right? Emotionally, that now right. I got to seek God to help me manage it. And if I'm not seeking mm-hmm. God to help me manage it, then it's getting expressed in all these ways. And one of these ways can be doing all the things. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's, you know, it makes me think of. <laughs> This is okay. First of all, I have to say, I hope nobody's like eating while you're listening to this or watching this because I know what I'm going to say is definitely, I know, I know. It just came to me and I'm like, okay, well, I'll just say it. So (laughs) it's just not good. Like, God, why do you give me this stuff? So anyway, I'm thinking about how, you know, there are different times where you could be so stressed out, right? So stressed out. And when you just said that about a trauma response, right? stress can cause you to do different things. Like some people implode and they're left in this state of uh, almost paralysis where they can't really do anything. And then other people are in this space of like over responding, right? Like I gotta, I gotta do, I gotta do something. I gotta, you know, like, let me figure out, let me. And it's, um, I remember, so (laughs) this is crazy. I know. I I hate to say this. I'm like, I'm a lady Lord. Why would you have me to say this? But anyway, we're humans, right? We're humans. So let, let me context here. We're humans. (laughs) So I just felt like I remember being like, God, like, I just don't know. Like, I don't understand. I don't know. And I felt like I had all these questions and I'm like, you are not the author of confusion and you want me to have these answers. And so I'm sitting there and I'm just like, oh, and in the meantime, of course, we're humans. So, you know, I have to use the restroom, whatever. So I'll go to the bathroom why did I poop a question mark? Like I literally was like, I look, I, okay. I know this is just, I'm just trying to give you just, this is me and God. Okay. Everybody got their different relationships, but I literally was like, seriously, God, like for real, like I'm so confused that right now I'm even pooping question marks. Like what is happening? You know what I mean? Like it, it, and I, I'm telling you because it was very traumatic but I did laugh in the moment, right? Because I was just like, what? I don't have, I don't have a clue of what this is about right now, but I do know, you know, right? I know that you 
understand and you know everything you have the answers some of those answers i will never know but i can trust that i'm rolling with the person who knows right like i know you know and it's okay if i don't know right like that's fine but what is going on and i remember like over time it was just wild to me how he would share the answers to some of those questions just in the time that we would be spending together. And I'm not talking about sitting down, got my Bible out, you know, reading or necessarily even praying. It would be in, in my day to day. You know what I mean? Like that's what this was about that. This is it. And I'm like, Oh, okay. You know, so, and would give me the, the, not only the answer, but the the comfort and direction that I needed to to know, okay, and this is what you need to do about that. You know what I mean? This is this is how you need to repair yeah. that relationship. This is what happened. This is what they were thinking. This is how, you know what I mean? Like, so I'm just grateful, you know, because even in our day-to-day, he can speak to us. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, I know, yeah. right? I've said enough. I'm going to stop right there. Well, you know, okay. And that's fine. I'm going to, I'm going to pop touch on in here. Um, Double Dutch in. So one of the things that, (laughs) that uh, the Holy Spirit connected with me, right? I was taking a walk with my dog today and it's beautiful outside. And I was just kind of thinking about the Lord and thinking about the scenario that happened with me and the client and stuff. And, and so, um, I was thinking about how my life has drastically changed. It's it's really really different than it had than it was a, a little over a year ago, right? I I went from a position of having plenty of money, right, uh, being able to get what I want when I want it, go anywhere, you know. I mean, I wasn't traveling to like Maldives and that. I wouldn't I wouldn't do it like that. But you know, things were really great. My daughter asked me for something. Or if she didn't ask me for something, it just appeared, right? She had it. And, um, but I was also very busy. Somebody was always uh, requiring my time, demanding my time, controlling my time. I did not have, I didn't have any control over it. And so that found me in a place where I was not, I felt like I wasn't free. I didn't have the time to see, be with the Lord, to pray, to meditate, to spend time to ponder on his word, to meditate. I didn't have time to stew and steep in it, right? Mm-hmm. And so now here I am and I have all that time. I can walk my dog and look at the trees and look at the colors changing and just think of God and not be hurried and not be rushed. Um, but at the same time, I don't have the resources that I had. I'm not always sure where the rent money's coming from. I'm not always sure how the groceries are going to come. I'm not sure where the gas money is going. You know, I'm not sure. Right. And the Holy Spirit said, there's a cost to everything. Right. Everything, every decision that we make, every choice that that we make, there is a cost. Right. And so you've got to weigh the cost of what you're doing. You know, I, I wonder if somebody said, hey, hey, Martha, look here. <clears throat> if you just worry about serving food and, and cleaning up and wiping tables, do you realize you're going to miss out on, on 
learning from God, uh, being encouraged. Like you're going to miss out on mm-hmm. some things that's going to matter tomorrow. Tomorrow yeah. when you wake up, are what 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 will what it what will what you're doing right now yield? Everybody's going to mm-hmm. be full and hungry, or full. Excuse me. Everybody's going to be full, right? Mm-hmm. But they're going to wake up tomorrow hungry. So what mm-hmm. you're doing is only you is only going to satisfy for the night. But mm-hmm. if you sat with your sister Mary, what you would have yielded would last you tonight and tomorrow and thereafter. Mm-hmm. Right. And so the cost for her when she decided to do all the things, she lost something. Like I lost something yesterday because I just mm-hmm. tried to do all the things. I can't go back into yesterday and get that time back with the Lord. You know, mm-hmm. like I can't do that. And I'm grateful that he forgives me and he loves me and he knows me. He knows our proclivities. He knows what we about. He knows how we how we move, you know. And I had mm-hmm. the stress of new client. I'm trying to look look all, you know, look all great and I and I, and it went over into overkill, right? Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I'm grateful to have had this lesson with the first client. So he can go ahead and correct it. Hey, hey, we ain't doing it like this. We're not doing it like this. That's it. That's it. <laughs> I, and it's I funny too. <laughs> That's it. And I can take the client. You know, it's yeah. It's funny because it's uh, it it does speak to, you know, what was actually being said in that passage about I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. It really yeah. is saying I can do all things that God calls me to do. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. Not I can do all the things through Christ who strengthens me. It doesn't say that. And, um, you know, when you look up the meaning for that passage, that's that's what it's about. It's about kingdom work. You know, what God is calling you to do, you have the strength to do it through Christ. And sometimes we think those things are huge, you know, grandiose, these big things that he's called us to do. And sometimes it's just really simple, like trivial, th- like things that we would be like, ah, you know, that's not that important. Or I, he's like, no, I, that's really important. Like, I actually want you to do that. Like, I, I do need yeah. you to mend that relationship. I do need you to yeah. do that thing that I called you to do. Like, I asked you to make that call because there's something else on the other side of it. Like, do that. You know, just those yeah. little promptings that we get. Sometimes, you know, you may be um, in a place where, you know, procrastination is like, I hear it, but I'll do it later. And it's, he's yeah. literally like, you're asking me for all this stuff, answers to questions, you know, provision for whatever. And it's all tied to your obedience. It's tied to you listening. Right. It's tied to you tuning in, dialing in and um, staying there. Right. Because right. we get constant feedback from him, you know, like yeah. it's not just, oh, okay, I got it. Good. Break. And you're gone and I don't need to talk to you until another week, you know, next Sunday. Like, no, Mm -hmm. he's literally every day trying to like get things to us and um, use us. Right. Like we're we're saying we're vessels. We're available to him. But are we, (laughs) you know, like, are we? Are we like that was one of my favorite songs growing up still is. But Lord, I'm available to you. Right. Mm -hmm. My will I give to you. I'll do what you say. Do use me, Lord. Right. And it's how does he do that? How can he use you if or use me if I'm in a place where I'm so busy? Right. I'm just doing all the things. I'm just busy, 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 busy. Even if those things are 
God related. Yeah. Because there have been times I know, you know, just in service to church, God wants you to serve him. Absolutely. Sure. Hands down. Yeah. No doubt about it. But sometimes you can get caught up in the doing mm-hmm. that it becomes less about the service unto God. And it's more about that Martha spirit, just doing things. Right. Yeah. And who are you doing it for? And why are you doing that? And he's like, I remember one time I was just so like, oh, my gosh, I can't do all of this. And he's like, I didn't tell you to do all of that. <laughs> like, I didn't. I did not tell you to do all of that. Like, yes, I asked you to join that ministry. Yes, I asked you to do that. But I didn't ask you to do all the things that you're doing yeah. with it. Right. Like we really do need to be sensitive to that because we can take a, a good thing, try to make it a God thing. And he's like, that's I'm not in that. Like, I didn't ask you to do that's, that or I didn't ask that, you to do that that way. Yeah. Right. Right. I mean, you can you can you can do something that's good, but that's not right. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And so, mm-hmm. you know, when you hear the word busybody, you don't have good feelings about a busybody. When you, no. when you hear that someone so is a busybody, you're like, don't stay away <laughs> from her. She's a busybody, right? I mean, you in, right. all, you in everybody's business. You all over the place. You're, you know, you kind of, mm. you're probably a little reckless. You know what I'm saying? Right? And Listen. so, so yeah, we have to be mindful because you guys really, at the root, it's deception. I'm going to tell you right now. This multitasking. Mm-hmm. Doing all the things right, it's really deception, and I and I mm-hmm. want you all to catch that it is right mm-hmm. because it's a way to keep you so busy that you're not in the presence of God. Mm-hmm. I was deceived and yesterday, and that's you know it's funny when you said um, deception because it is some kind of I, I don't know it's something that lures you to that if you're an achiever, let's put it that way. If you're somebody who likes to achieve and most people yeah. are right. Yes. Um, you like to set a goal and accomplish it and set a bigger goal and accomplish that. Mm-hmm. Um, and God is a God of order, right? But the problem is if we're not taking him with us, like if we're not being led by him in all the things then we get led and drugged by all the things, right? That's because right. there's no control. Like you you really can't, it's almost like putting together a puzzle. Right. And you think you know what you're doing. Like you think you know the pieces, but you're yes. on the wrong puzzle. It's not even supposed to fit together. Like God is absolutely in a place where he's saying, not only do I know the puzzle, I created all of the pieces I'm letting you know where, what order this needs to be in, what's going to bless you and bless my agenda, right? This isn't about your agenda, but it's about you. I care about you. I want you to be good. And so when we say like kind of, you know, putting a a bow on all of this, if we were to kind of wrap up the essence of what we're saying, I know for me, when we talk about these, like, you know, it sounds good when we say soft, soft woman era and, you know, take, you know, being more like Mary instead of being Martha. Yeah. And even a term that I've I've heard used before about an anointing of ease. I've prayed. I've prayed that over my life. Like, Lord, give me an anointing of ease. But what does that really mean? What he's actually saying is. You can trade in all of the busyness, like all of the, you know, running to practice and taking kids to games and mm-hmm. trying to do, get your work done and trying to take care of your family and all this. Yeah. Like, and he can be saying, 
slow down, stop, actually stop, <laughs> just stop, right. because you are going to be good for no one, no good for me, not no good for your family, no good for yourself. Right. And take this from somebody who was literally on the kitchen floor at one point in time, just like crying out because I was so stressed as a young yeah. mom trying to be like the perfect mom, perfect wife, perfect. And God was like, I remember him in that moment, just meeting me and being like, look at you. Mm-hmm. This is not, this is not what I have for you. Like, right. this is not, I didn't ask you to do this this way. Mm-hmm. I didn't. And I don't require, cause that was my heart's cry. It was like, God, why? Like, I'm trying to do everything right. I'm trying to do what you have me to do. And, and he's like, I didn't ask you, girl. I did not ask you to do this this way. Like I, it's not yeah. required. This, all of this is not required. And yeah. so if we're not in a place where we're sensitive to that, like we're drawn to God, what do you mean? Like when you say, take your yoke, it's easy, right? Like, right. what is that? That means He's saying, stop with all the extra stuff you're trying to do. Like, just stop. Really lean into the fact that you can do nothing without me. Lean into the fact that that breath that you're taking right now. Right. You're not really making that happen. Like, I'm giving that to you. (laughs) Like, just your basic. If I said I'm doing nothing today. What's that Bruno Mars song? Like, today I'm not doing anything. Right. Right. Nothing at all. I'm do, do, do. Okay. But I got to breathe. Even that. I can't do on my own, even that. Right. Yeah. And, you know, and the thing is how you were like, how do I take on your yoke? Like, how do I see that? He said, come to me. That's where it starts. Come. Starts with that. It starts with come to him so that I can show you. So that you you can understand, right? Because if if you never come, if you never come, come. baby, baby, you're tired. You're exhausted. You're frustrated. You're complaining. Total from the floor. You yes. You yes. up. Listen, yes. I mean, I yes. know that we've kept you guys. Uh, we we really felt God leading us in this. And that's actually much more that he has poured into us that we we really mm-hmm. want to pass on to you. But we're going we gonna to wait, wait to the next round. Okay. We're going to bring it back. Because here's the thing. <laughs> what happens when you're not resting? What happens when you're not resting? We we need to actually tap into that so that you can kind of tell. Because some of y'all, some of y'all think you're resting and you're not, you know, mm-hmm. because we think we think more of ourselves than we should. The Bible tells us not to do that because we have a propensity to do that, right? And so I right. feel like God has given us some some clear identifiers as to what it looks like when we are not resting in Him. We've mentioned a couple of things, but what it looks mm-hmm. like. And one one last little thing, you guys, you know, about the busyness, about the doing. We really got to be careful with selfish ambition. Mm, motives, motives, that motive, yes. That, that, yeah. that overachiever, right? Because mm-hmm. the more, you, more you're doing and the more heights you see, you start to feel like you did that thing. Look at me. I'm self-made. Yes. Are you? You're not. You're not self-made, right? Philippians mm-hmm. 2, 3, uh, uh, chapter 2, verses 3 through 11. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, but in humility, consider others better than yourself, right? So mm. you're not doing all these things, right? You shouldn't be in selfish ambition doing all these things, mm-hmm. right? And a lot of us are doing that so that we can add more letters behind our name. Mm-hmm. So we can get some more awards so that we can be mm-hmm. talked about in spaces, right? Who, who knows that yeah. God, God gets you in spaces that you don't matter about your name, your letters, 
It's God who gets you in the spaces. It's God. And it's God oh, that can God. take you out. If promotion comes, mm-hmm. listen, we'll go there. But we won't. We're going to wait till the next episode. Listen, listen, you guys, thank you so much for joining us today. Um, we pray that this has been an absolute blessing to you. Kish, you want to pray us out? Yes. I mean, literally, I just want to say thank you. So that's what we're, that's our prayer today. Um, Thank you, God, for helping us to be in a place where we are coming to you and we're seeking you in all things, in all things, in all the things. Mm-hmm. that we listen to you and prioritize your voice and your voice only. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Guys, if this has been a blessing to you, we're just going to ask you to like it and to also share it, right? Because we all need to understand that God has rest for us in so many different ways and areas in our life, and we should be pursuing that. So you know what? Follow along. We'll see you in a few days with the next part two of resting and why it's so, so important. Uh, have a great rest of your days. Kumi Sheree, you guys. Arise, beloved. Kumi Sheree. Arise, beloved. Bye. <laughs> Bye.